right. Good afternoon. You're listening to Look at My Records here on Radio Free Brooklyn. Great show I have in store for you today. Kicked off the program with Hang On, new song by Quicksilver Daydream off of their brand new LP called Fly Oblivion. Get it on vinyl via the band's band camp. Quicksilver Daydream will be playing at the Footlight on October 3rd with Turtle Doves, Spirit Cake, and Melissa Mary Ahern. And speaking of the Footlight, this episode is all about the Footlight because I have owner of the Footlight here with me today as my very special guest, Laura Regan. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Great. It's like unseasonably warm today. It is very warm today. But sometimes I'm really ready for the transition to fall, kind of like the crisp air and stuff. Oh, I love you know? fall. I am such a fall person. I really don't like the summer, especially in New York. It just smells so bad. Yeah, it's, it's so a gross. smelly place <laughs> to have summer season. Yeah. But anyway, so you're the owner of a great, great music venue in Ridgewood, Queens, The Footlight. Thank you. I love The Footlight. Uh, Look at my records actually had their 50th episode uh, celebration at the Footlight That's in right. May 20, 2018. Yeah. So I love the Footlight. The show was awesome. So tell me, there's kind of a bit of a situation going on right now with the Footlight. But before we get into that, why don't you tell me a little bit about how you decided to open a venue? and get the footlight started. Was it originally in a different location, I think, or no? No. no. Uh, I I always wanted to open a venue since I was really young, like probably like 14, 15. I thought to myself like it would be really cool to open like a place where people could be creative and do creative things. And, you know, at the time I didn't drink, so I thought it would be cool to do like a cafe. But, you know, once I got the, the taste of that sweet, sweet liquor, <laughs> I realized that... <laughs> <laughs> I realized that a bar is really where it's at, yeah. you know, but you know, as and I worked in the bar industry for about 15, 16 years now. And, you know, and I've been, I've been in small business my entire life. My dad was a small business owner. Um, he owned a donut shop and I worked there for like four years. So I've basically been in small business and been in restaurant or bar industry for my whole life. And, you know, but I'm also a musician and, an artist and I wanted to create a space, you know, that was, that married the two things that I had the most uh, experience in and passion for. Cool. Very cool. And it, like I said, it's a wonderful spot. You're originally from Boston. You moved yeah. here about 10 years ago. I did. The Footlight's been open for about that long, right? No, no, no. no. Footlight's only been open for three years. Three years? Yeah, I know. It feels like it's been yeah, there forever. Yeah, it feels like it's been a long time. <laughs> and it also looks old and beat up because it is <laughs> um we don't have any money to fix anything so it just kind of like you know we're holding it together with duct tape and a dream <laughs> so when you moved to new york what set in motion opening this venue basically what was the process like well i moved to new york after you know i graduated from berkeley college of music in 2005 and started a band and i did that band in boston for a few years um, and I just felt like I was tired of the small, teeny tiny small scene of Boston. I got really sick of it. Um, and I just needed a change. I needed to like expand my horizons and try new things. So I moved to New York and started my band here again with new members. Uh, it ended up being just a two piece after a while. And it was me and Kyle Thompson, who is an out and incredibly elderly, which is an amazing, awesome band cool. that hasn't even released their album yet. But when they do, you better listen to it. Uh, but we, our band was called Bridget and the Squares or Bats for short. And uh, we toured a lot and played a lot for three years in New York. And, you know, it got to the point where like both of us had just kind of like tapped out on it. Um, we had invested a lot and you know, needed to either like invest a lot more or, you know, start something new. And, you know, the project kind of took a pause for a moment. And, you know, and I sort of came to this place where I was like, do I want to start a new musical project or do I want to finally, you know, take this step towards opening a venue? Um, and I decided to start looking into the venue aspect of, you know, my dream. And it took like a year or two of just like 
research. Um, I actually worked at Dixon Place in the city as a bar manager for a year just to like, you know, see the, the nonprofit side of things and to, you know, get experience with the theater and see how they think work things out. And that was a really great experience. And they were so supportive of me and like my goals. And that was really great. And then I finally got to the place where I wanted to start looking for a space. <laughs> and I actually went to Footlight. I went to that location as a practice. Like I didn't even anticipate it being something I wanted at all. Um, it's kind of a corn. It's a corner spot, but it's far away from the train. And like I had like some concerns about the location, but then I walked inside of it um, the first time with this shady real estate guy. Yeah. Um, and you know, and I was literally just expecting to just ask him some questions and like you know do a practice run of like like making sure that I got all my bases covered. And that space inside was just so freaking cool. It had like the hardwood floors, and it had you know the like like the bar the ballroom floor, and the you know the stage was there, and like all the wood, um, all the woodwork that's there now was there already. And I was like, what was this place before? And you know, and I I did look at some other spaces, you know, I did, but nothing really like grabbed me like that space did. And I was like, I feel like this would be worth it to just like, you know sink all my you know i plus i lived in ridgewood and you know i really did want to have a space in ridgewood um and yeah it just like ended up working out so to speak except not really yeah <laughs> we'll get to that i really like the philosophy behind the footlight though i there's all different types of events that happen there it's definitely cross-disciplinary yeah. it's not just music there's comedy too yeah. what's the philosophy behind the venue it's kind of just a place for artists to showcase whatever medium they work in yeah i mean i i am a musician but you know i feel like the creative community as a whole needs outlets and they need spaces they need platforms that they can try new things on so the whole mission of footlight is to be a supportive space for emerging artists um, so anyone that's trying a new thing, you're a comedian and you need to like tape your 30 minutes special or something, you know, or you're trying a new improv group is trying something really innovative. Um, or you're an artist that wants to showcase some of your visual art, you know, and, you know, do a party for that. You know, we also have like kids birthday parties and like stuff like that. You know, we just try to like be open and accessible to the community that needs us. And that's the artist community. And that's also the community of Ridgewood. So, you know, like we have these, uh, IO is this tech collective that comes on Sundays and they do like tech, free tech workshops um, that can be like hacking. It can be, you know, just like website admin stuff. Like, you know, so that's like one thing that we do as well. There's like so many things that we do and I know it seems like kind of crazy, but the whole mission behind it is that we just want to be an accessible space that people need. They can use the footlight for whatever they need it to be. <laughs> That's good. I'm into crazy stuff. So <laughs> good. Keep it crazy. Yeah. But things aren't so rosy at the footlight right now, right? There's yeah. kind of a bad situation going on and there's been some press coverage of it, but we definitely want to bring it to the forefront yeah. and kind of let people know what's going on because you guys are needing in need of an as assistance. And, you know, it's very important that everyone support local spaces like the footlights so can you just tell us a little bit about what's going on right now yeah. i know you're sinking a lot of your own money into the venue that you shouldn't have to be i mean i've put everything into footlight and you know and we're definitely like footlight is definitely a small um you know we have we have a small group of investors that invested early on um, but you know, we're, there's nobody with deep pockets that is involved with footlight. That's just bailing us out. Like we don't have that capability. We're definitely, you know, a small independently run space that, you know, relies on the shows to do well and, you know, to bring people to our space and for people to frequent footlight. Like we, we need to like bring up our numbers and, you know, have people actually come to shows, which like, I mean, that makes it sound like nobody does. People do. You know, we have this, these extra expenses now that have accumulated because of our legal situation with our landlord. Um, as I said, like, you know, I picked the space because of, you know, the pure magic of it. But um, 
as I got to start a relationship with my landlord, I started to realize right away that this guy was going to be problematic. Yeah. You know, and I tried really hard to, you know, be the good guy and like do all the right things and communicate with him the needs for the space. Um, and all of this is, and a lot of these things are documented in our lease agreement as well. Like a lot of people have chimed in and said like, oh, well, repairs aren't like something that, you know, the landlord is, is not responsible for repairs. Like this isn't about repairs. This is about paperwork that needed to be done before we took possession. And I had made an agreement with my landlord that we would take care of it with an expediter as long as he gave me rent abatement to cover the costs. And without any notification or negotiation after having agreed with that and going along with it for like six to eight months, the two weeks after we opened is when he first uh, sued us for the back rent that he had agreed that he would give us uh, rent abatement for. And that started this like lengthy three-year process of going back and forth in the court. Um, he has never done <laughs> the things that he's supposed to do. We still don't have a permanent certificate of occupancy right now, which was the main thing. And if we don't secure that and we have to keep renewing these temporary certificate of occupancies, eventually the Department of Buildings could pull um, our permits in order to operate. And if that happens, then, you know, our liquor license is invalid and our insurance is invalid. And all of a sudden we have no venue. Um, and, you know, we've done everything the court has asked us to do in compliance with this case. And they have issued time and time again, you know, court orders for the landlord to fulfill his lease obligations. However, at the end of three years, um, they decided that because, I mean, and I don't, and this is partially speculation. I don't exactly know why the court decided to go this way, but I speculate that it's probably because it's so difficult to compel him or enforce him to comply with his court orders or his legal obligations. It's easier for them to just evict us and have us sue him on our own for the background and the or the abatement. Um, it's a really backwards way of going about it. It's really unfair. Um, we should have gotten an abatement hearing to discuss, you know, our claims against that money that he is alleging we owe him. Um, but because the court has decided to do this, we had to settle with him for all that back rent. And so now we have to pay this additional amount every month in addition to our rent. And it does make it extremely difficult to cover operating costs, um, to you know make sure we pay our sales tax on time, make sure that we can bring in inventory and do payroll, and like you know operating costs are high for any Brooklyn or New York City venue, um, and you know to have this added cost on top of that, it makes it really challenging month to month. Absolutely, it sounds extremely challenging. I'm very sorry that yeah. the footlight has to go through that uh, for a venue that's given back so much to the community and done a lot for the community. What's the best way that people can help the Footlight in this situation? I know you have a with friends subscription yeah. service, attending shows. Is there anything else that you think people can do out there to assist? Well, obviously, you know, the biggest thing would be come to shows <laughs> and or book shows with us. You know, if you're trying to like support the scene, if you're trying to create you know, you know, support this, the music scene here, the creative scene. You know, we are the perfect place. We have all the things you need. Our sound system is amazing. Great sound system. You know, system, and definitely. like it's it's worth it to you know work with us because we are an artist-run space and we tend to cater to artists' interests. Um, you know, and on top of that, like if you're just a patron and, and you want to help support the Footlight, you know, you can become a monthly sustaining member, uh, like you know you would for like WMYC or something, and it's all on a sliding scale and like anything you feel comfortable giving, you know, and then you get like cool perks, like when you come to the shows, you get like you know discounts off of the ticket sales and like things like that. So being a member is cool, and you know, and it's also the best way to support us because this is honestly like it's a marathon. It's going to be a long time of us paying off this money, and then on top of that, we are going to sue him <laughs> uh well, Fuck our, yeah our plan our plan is to go forward but you know we just we have to make it uh to that point you know so that's really the big the you know it's a marathon it's not a sprint this is not like a thing that's going to happen overnight it's going to take a long time of us having to sustain while um you know we wait to be able to take the next step excellent and i do want to go over those levels that you can contribute 
via with friends and some of the benefits you would get. Yeah. I just pulled it up. $5 a month, you get 10% off on online ticket purchases. Featuring a Footlight Instagram story with a Footlight staffer of your choosing. One free <laughs> shot of Fruity Booze. Our signature Fruity Booze. <laughs> one free soda, soda, coffee, or tea. $15 sounds like a really good one. That also includes everything I just mentioned. And then 20% off draft beer. $30 a month also includes 20% off wandering barman craft cocktails or wine. Yeah. What is is that like a specific thing? Oh, have you never seen no. Wandering Barman? No. That's Tell a me about that's it. another local business uh that we support. They started out of Your Sincerely, which is close by here over on Wilson Avenue. Um they like were ca- they were like like doing craft cocktails um in casks and they ended up coming up with the brilliant idea of making them into tiny little drinks like like individual drinks and selling them for retail um oh, shit. and it has been Excellent. such a lifesaver for footlight because you know when there are like 30 people coming out of the room all at once uh in between acts like you definitely can't make an eight minute cocktail yeah you know so it's been amazing to be able to serve these like amazing craft cocktails in 30 seconds um and it's you know just in a way that we can supply something that normally we wouldn't be able to do so cool yeah thanks for filling me in on yeah that. they're a great they're a great that. company and they're owned by friends of ours so you know we like to try to support as many small businesses as possible you know with our inventory and you know also we try to do like affiliations with other local businesses. We have a gallery across the street from Footlight called Gloria's. They just had their one year anniversary last night and we do a lot of partnerships with them. We basically are their reception, uh, their reception room because their gallery is so tiny. Um, and that's been a really fun uh, partnership, you know. And we also, my my social media assistant, Kendra L. Saunders, she has been doing this like Footlight feature where we feature different neighborhood businesses that we love, you know, like some like, Julia's or Fields or Stay Forever, you know, places that we, you know, have partnered with for fundraising and stuff, you know, because we've done a lot of fundraisers at Footlight too. I want to say like we've probably raised like over $8,000 in three years for various charities and uh, fundraising organizations. So, you know, we tend to do like lots of raffles and stuff and it's a way that we can connect with the other small businesses in the area. Cool. That's very community oriented. That's what we love. (laughs) All about the community, the Bushwick Ridgewood community. I just like to mention $30 a month gets you 50% off on online ticket sale purchases. Yeah. Footlight tote and swag, drink and draw composition, <laughs> and you get to cut the line at Lay Noise karaoke <laughs> or get slotted at Whose Mic Is It Anyway, which yeah. is on Mondays. Yeah, our open mic is really good. Awesome. Yeah. All right. So, speaking of shows coming up at the Footlight, Definitely, we could talk about some upcoming great shows that you have slotted for late September, early mm-hmm. October. Um, artists that really like Matthew Danger Lipman will be playing on October 4th, along with Sister James, Keela, and Komakadi. And we're going to play a song by him, somebody else, off of his April 2019 EP, Sado Freezing Cold and Lepesh will also be at the Footlight on September 28th. It's a Freezing Cold record release show for Glimmer. Lepesh, good friends of mine as well. Mm, awesome. Freezing Cold, this record, I was listening to the single, also sounds really good. It's called Parentheses. And Anna Altman is also on that show. And I like that band because it's not anyone named Anna Altman. <laughs> and they're also good. And then also Neva is playing what day are they playing let me see i totally forgot but i'll get that info for everyone and sick tick will be at the footlight they're really fun oh they're incredible they'll be at the footlight on september 29th with leopard print taser stay inside and depression Tropical. That's going to be a really good show. Any, have you any, ever seen Leopard Print Taser? No, that sounds an, yeah. very awesome. I'm pretty band, sure they're awesome from Boston. I think they're from Boston, cool. but they're they're wild. They're really good. I'm into <laughs> wild bands. So let's let's play some of these songs for these upcoming shows. Kicking it off with Matthew Matthew Danger Lipman, and we will be back. You're listening to 
Look at my records on Radio Free Brooklyn. Last night I made love to somebody
Wasted Again by Sick Tick. Kind of like the Black Flag song, but not. <laughs> it's not the Black Flag song, but it was the Sick Tick song, Wasted Again. And let's just give you a quick recap of the songs we played. Every artist slash band we played in that set has an upcoming gig at the great Ridgewood Queens venue, The Footlight. Kicked it off with Matthew Danger Lipman and his song, Somebody Else, off of his April 2019 EP, Sadomania. And he'll be playing at the Footlight on October 4th with Komakadi, Sister James, and Kella. After that, we heard Parentheses by Freezing Cold. It's off of their forthcoming album, Glimmer. And... Their record release show is going down at the Footlight, September 28th. That's next Saturday. Coming up. Yeah. Mark your calendars, people. (laughs) Lepeche will also be there. We heard Fane University from their 2017 album, The Second Arrow. Good friends of mine, Lepeche, and I'm a huge fan. After that, we heard MC PhD by Anna Altman off of their awesome 2018 album, Freightliner. They're also on the bill. Freezing Cold, Lepesh, Anna Altman, Psychic Judge at the Footlight on September 28th, 2019. Next song in that set, Boyfriend's Band by Neva. And Neva is playing the Footlight on October 17th with Funkhauser, Clovis, and Messino. Then we wrapped up that set, of course, with Sick Tick, Wasted Again off of their 2016 self titled EP Sick Tick will be playing at the Footlight next Sunday September 29th with Stay Inside Leopard Print Taser and Depression Tropical cool hey all this great stuff happening at the Footlight Stay Inside used to practice in our basement nice <laughs> they sound like they practice inside right Stay Inside <laughs> they're saying staying inside uh, yes all right, now we're going to play some records that you picked from my record collection. Which took a long time to get through, by the way. <laughs> cool. I was like, whoa, there's so many records. <laughs> Starting out with Shark Truce by Shark Muffin. Love Shark Muffin. Great uh, 2015 album of theirs that includes drawing of like every drummer <laughs> they had at the time on the cover. Shark Muffin really part of the fabric of this area as far as bands go we used to we used to practice in the same practice space or well in the same like our practice spaces were across from each other and every now and again they would leave us notes i had a band called hot mess for a while that was just a fun band and they would leave us notes like you guys sound great (laughs) that's so (laughs) they're just that cool (laughs) they're so nice that's wonderful i love that so wonderful and you picked the song Tampons Are for Sluts. Yeah, because they're rad. That's a great song. Yeah. I really like that song. Good choice. Yeah. And you picked two other records. I think we may only have time for one more. Mm-hmm. Breeders Last Splash. Mm-hmm. I love the Deal Sisters. I like the Breeders a lot. Yeah. No Aloha. Mm-hmm. Great guitars in this song. Yeah. Big Breeders fan. Boston connection. Yeah, it just, I mean, yeah, I'm from Boston, and all, honestly, like every time the Breeders come on, I just I remember being like an angsty teenager, and I remember like watching Buffy and like listening to the Breeders. Just Buffy. like brings me back to that like you know 15, 16 year old Laura, just like real mad and like listen to the Breeders to like yeah. chill out. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like they don't make me mad. No, no, they chill me out. Yeah, me yeah. too. No. I'm always chill listening to the Breeders. Yeah. 
like divine hammer oh, and yeah. shit. Yeah. And feeling relaxed. Yep. And less angry than <laughs> I was before I listened yes. to it. All right. Enough of me blabbering about shit. Here we go. Tampons are for sluts by Shark Muffin. I think they're playing at Trans Picos tonight, by the way. Are for they? the Francie Moon cassette release oh, rad. fiesta. I might so just walk over there. Go walk over there. <laughs> check out Shark Muffin. Francie Moon is cool. I've never met her, but she's from New Jersey. So am I. So mm-hmm. I like her. But she's also a good musician. Yeah. So here we go. Tampons are for sluts by Shark Muffin. You're listening to Look at My Records on Radio Free Brooklyn.
All right, we're back. Hey, we're starting the next Breeders' Song. No, we're not. We're <laughs> turning it up. <laughs> Could listen to that whole album. Just yeah. Forever. <laughs> That's a, yeah. So Great good. record. Yeah. Coming to the end of the program. Mm -hmm. We'll definitely play this Titus Andronicus song at the end. Oh, yeah. But let's wrap up. Let's talk about people come out to the shows. We talked about a whole host of great events going on at the Footlight in September and October. I'll just read off a couple of them to you again. We've got the Freezing Cold record release show with Lepesh, Anna Altman, and Psychic Judge. Again, that's at the Footlight, people. September 28th, next Saturday. September 29th, the very next day, we got Stay Inside, Leopard Print Taser, Sick Tick, and Depression Tropical. Sister James, Keela, Matthew Danger, Lipman, Komakati, October 4th at the Footlight. And we got Funkhauser, Clovis, Neva, Messino at the Footlight, of course, <laughs> on October 17th. Just a few of the great events coming up. If you want to read about more events, check out the Footlight's website, thefootlight.com. The Footlight Bar. The Footlight Bar. Dot NYC. Dot NYC. <laughs> You could also find them on Facebook and Instagram, very active on both platforms. All the events, open mic on Monday, all yeah. sorts of great stuff going on at the Footlight this fall. Mm. Great place to be in the fall. Yeah, it's a really good place to be in the fall. It's very cozy. And again, everyone, the Footlight with friends. A lot of organizations, they stress that the monthly donation that you can get through a membership through things like with friends it is very important it helps places like the footlight receive money on a monthly basis which to me it seems better than a one-time donation but whatever you can do mm. is obviously appreciated but that kind of monthly contribution through a membership definitely helps places like the footlight it radio does. free brooklyn anywhere like that mm -hmm. Anything else you'd like to add before we close? It's been so nice chatting with you today. I'm a huge fan of the Footlight. It's a great venue that's doing great things in our community. Thank you. I mean, I honestly like, I just want to thank you for having me on and also just thank the, you know, the Ridgewood Bushwick music and creative community for, you know, bringing their art to us and sharing it with us and, you know, being a part of our little footlight fam, as we call it. <laughs> and, you know, it's it's been, regardless of the stress and the, you know, the situation and being difficult and, you know, just running a small business in New York is so stressful and difficult. Um, but there is no amount of this that doesn't feel like a success to me because of the community that we've been able to build around footlight and, you know, the art that we get to experience and share with people. And it really, you know, even if we had to close tomorrow, like, I, which we don't, <laughs> we're not going to do that. Uh, but even if we did, I would still feel really satisfied. And, and you know, my, my, my heart is full with everything that happened with Footlight so far. Beautifully said, beautifully <laughs> said, for sure. And we're going to close the program with one more song from my record collection. You picked The Monitor by Titus Andronicus. The landmark 2010 album by this <laughs> band is so good. That was There's... recorded in Medford, Massachusetts. Really? Yeah. Nice. Or at least part of it was. Cool. And I actually recorded there myself right before that. <laughs> wow. I know. So awesome. that's why I picked it. I was like, oh, we both recorded the same studio, Soul Shop in Medford, Massachusetts. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I remember when this record came out, everyone was like, this is great. I know. It was the great. The Civil War theme. Yeah. Shit. And got so powerful the yeah. way he sings and yeah. so much blood sweat and tears seems yeah. like went into this he's a neighbor record. of footlight lives down the street and they just recorded a video there and released it on their website cool yes check it out go to yeah go to their website and see the video they filmed at footlight it's a, it's like a little vignette it's really cool oh nice yeah, yeah for their new album go check that out yeah their new album is out now yeah I, it just I think came it's out and oh Blisk. Yeah. Oblisk. Ob <laughs> Don't know how to pronounce that word. But we're going back in time to the monitor from 2010. What song did you want to hear from this record? Uh, theme from Cheers. Theme I love, from Cheers. I love that song. So it's such a, another great Boston connection. Yeah. Too. No, I know. I used to work there. You used to work at Cheers? <laughs> I did. It was one of, my, one of my first jobs when I was like, one of my first jobs outside of my dad's shop. 
was at Cheers when I was 19. <laughs> One time I went there, I was in high school on like a Model UN trip, and the American <laughs> Idol juniors were there. Shut That's up. That's like a thing in 2003, I think. <laughs> and it was some other guy's birthday that we were on the trip with, and they got in front of the restaurant to sing. And then I was like, can you sing happy birthday for this guy? And then they did. <laughs> oh, man. Guys. Laura, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having Everyone me. Everyone go to a show at the Footlight. It's a great space. I'll be putting on a show there soon, too, probably. We're probably. Talk no, about we it. talked about it. And we'll see what's going on right now. Some Titus Andronicus to end the program. Theme from Cheers from the 2010 album, The Monitor, which was recorded in Medford, Massachusetts. We'll see you next week, people. Have a great week and weekend.